0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. 30 years after Koinatakatsi, Godfrey Reggio, with the support of Philip Glass and John Kane, once again leapfrog, over earthbound filmmakers and create another stunning, wordless portrait of modern life. Presented by Steven Soderbergh in black and white and digital 4K projection, Visitors reveals the humanity, humanity's trans-like relationship with technology, which when commandeered by extreme emotional states, produces a massive effects far beyond the human species. We are joined today by the director, writer of this wonderful film, Visitors, the filmmaker is Godfrey Reggio. Godfrey, welcome to Film School. Thank
1: you, thank you, Mike. And pleasure to be here with you
0: and your audience. Well, thank you for being here as well. This is um, such a um, I'll say jarring, and a, that's not maybe not the right exact word, but certainly a film in which you are given the opportunity to re-examine just some very basic premises that you have about seeing the world and the world around you and the relationship to that world. Tell me a little bit about the genesis of this, the idea behind Visitors.
1: Well, I had um, you know, made these other films Kriyanis Katsi, Powa Katsi, Nakoi Katsi, yeah. Anima, Mindi, Evidence, um those films generally, um, especially the Kotze films, dealt with, um, as it were, us being on speed in rush hour, outrunning the future. Um, they had many cuts in them. Um, I wanted to do a film that was based in stillness, in uh, quietness, in slowness, um, kind of otherworldliness. And... Um, because the stiller a person becomes, the more heightened their senses may become now, having said that um this film is not a mass man film, meaning by that it's not a it's not accessible to everyone if it would be then I wouldn't have made the film i made mm-hmm. um it's It's a film that will be demanding of the audience um in nine out of eight films that you'll see, they're theatrical films. They're based out of literature, meaning screenplay is the first and most important thing. From that characterization, plot takes place. All of that is ripped out of this film. Uh, this is more of a speechless narrative. It has to do with, in other words, it's not to entertain you. It hasn't, it's not to do with logic or linear story. It's not a story to be told as much as a story to behold. Its, it's intention is to affect the audience, uh, if I may be so bold, to inflict the audience, which I think is what art is about. Yeah. And um, it, um, it, its form is autodidactic. And let me say what I mean by that. The subject of this film, as um, weird as this might sound to the audience is you watching the film. So uh, the audience becomes at once the storyteller, the character, and the plot of the film. Mm -hmm. Um, This is to evoke within all of us, as it were, the aesthetic triplets that reside within us of sensation, emotion, and perception. Now, as I'm sure your audience knows, we all see a different picture. So after the, uh, let's say, some of the people leave the theater because, you know, we have an expectation of cinema. We go to cinema to be told a story. Um, Once the audience, it's like, if I can use a metaphor, it's like going to a hamburger stand. If you get that beautiful bun and all the dressing, but the beef is not there, then one could be severely disappointed. Mm -hmm. So in this sense, uh, the beef is not there. It's different form completely. Uh, so I suggest, if anyone wishes to see visitors, that they leave their expectations, as it were, at the door. quality, and it will be a real, um, it could be even provocative to some people, um, nonsensical to others, but for those that are willing to leave their familiar, as it were, to stop making sense, to go and let, as it were, the piece speak to you as you uh, gaze back at it. It's like a reciprocal gaze. Not only do you look at the screen but the screen is indeed
0: looking at you. Yeah, and i i it's, i I think I did not do an uh, adequate job of setting up just to frame what you just said. It's it's comprised of it's seventy four shots, and it's almost okay. all of them are of people in or yeah, and people and you're they're looking back at you. One one of the expectations, and I see a lot of films. and I know you do as well. To go in and sit into it sit down in a theater. There's there's an almost a mindset that, okay, entertain me. I want you to tell me how I'm going. You know, as a, I'm expe- expecting the filmmaker to tell me how to react, or at least prompt me into a reaction to the material on screen. And that's not the case here. Right. You, well, you, you have to surrender to this film.
1: And and you said it very well. Um, this is not going to tell you anything, it's going to be up to you, it's more to provoke a speechless narrative within yourself, Right. so it's um, in that sense it's going to be difficult because we're all creatures of habituation Um, when we go to the movies we expect to be entertained um, you know One of the rules of cinema, of course, it's broken frequently, but generally the rule is you never have the actors looking directly into the lens of the camera because that would break the voyeuristic relationship that the audience has to the screen. They could be looking at everything from intimacy to murder to violence to whatever. Um, Here, um, all of the people that are in the film as it were, the two-and-a-half primates that are in the film, the gorilla, the (laughs) humans, and the cyborgs, are all face-to-face with the audience. And that can be at once um, confrontational, provocative. It depends on the person. There's a beautiful Latin phrase that says, quid, quid, recipitur. One receives according to their vessel, their form. We all have a different vessel received this differently, and as I said just a while ago, we all see a different picture, obviously. If you go to an art museum and you're looking at a painting and everyone has the same impression of it, the same point of view, uh, the same message, then it would be like Coca-Cola advertising or propaganda. The beauty of art is that it has no intrinsic meaning. The meaning is in the eye of the beholder. Now, having said that, what we give up in specificity of a precise meaning, uh, hopefully we stimulate to a meaning for each person, um, and that's what art can do. It can affect us in that
0: way. Well said, and that, that's exactly it, it. It you really, you, it's it's important to be able to find within yourself when you're watching this film to surrender to. This, and it's not that difficult. Take a deep breath and enjoy just for the sake of enjoying the, the shots themselves of the different people and the, and, the, and the actions and the animals, the two and a half mammals that you described, uh, are, are just fascinating. Right. And it opens and I think well, um, it opens with a, a shot of a girl. By the way, the, you've, you've introduced a new term into cinema I have never heard before, which is you use a black ground in this film. First of all, before you answer, yes. before you so comment on that, I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. before you comment, I want to let our listeners know that we're speaking with, with Godfrey Reggio, and the, the film is Visitors. It opens today in Los Angeles at the New Art, and also down here in Orange County at the Town Center, Irvine. Uh, and, and actually, in, a, in next week, it opens there. But anyway, so this idea of the black ground, talk, talk to me about that, that idea.
1: Well, let's. the, the film opens with a, a western lowland female gorilla. Um, I chose a gorilla. Um, Lauren Isley, the great poet, anthropologist, philosopher, makes this statement, I'll paraphrase it. He says, in effect, that we as human beings have not seen ourselves until we've been seen through the eyes of another animal. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll try to chew that one around a bit, but (laughs) it's very meaningful to me. And I wanted an animal like us. We're so human and animal um, the gorilla, the Western female lowland gorilla, a face. And our face as human beings are probably the closest in the primate world. Um, had I shown a gorilla in Africa, then you would be looking at a gorilla in Africa. Had I shown a gorilla in the Bronx Zoo where we filmed Trishka, the name of the gorilla we filmed, then the Bronx Zoo spent $30 million to make it look like Africa. Then you would be looking at a gorilla. What we did was take the background out of the gorilla. Uh, meticulously, it took months to do. You know, each hair has to be rotoscoped, and um, and now the gorilla is looking at you. It changes the entire dynamic. In that sense, much of the film and image in the film is itself the background. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go on a little bit about that.
0: Also, may I
1: add that, um, yeah, may may I just add this that um, the reason I chose a gorilla is that uh, all we know about gorillas is principally from Hollywood movies. Uh, The gorillas in those movies are King Kong, Mighty Joe Young, Mm -hmm. they're violent creatures uh, in terms of the scenarios of the films generally. not who the gorilla is. We as yes. As intelligence, mm-hmm. and when you look into her eyes, she's looking into yours.
0: It, it it's and that is such a powerful opening, and um, it's uh, to and because you're looking into the eyes. Is it Tess? What's her? I'm sorry, her name is Tess yeah, Trishka. 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 Pardon me. It's just a very powerful. Let's um, see, image. It's moving. It's moving, and it's uh, just a. A wonderful way to begin the film again to take us out of our realm to take us away from what we're used to seeing and and expectations and 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 that um, and' it, just remarkable and congratulations on just the technology and uh, technological achievement you've been able to to pull together with visitors um, it's shot I believe I read where it's shot in red on red the camera and and, and yes, it is now, fantastic
1: camera developed right there in Southern California.
0: Yeah, and um, again, you've collaborated as you have on the on the Quatsi uh, uh, trilogy with um, some wonderful people, including Philip Glass and John Kane. Um, and it Was and Ron Ron Fricky is also involved in this as well. Is am I correct? No,
1: no. Ron has done his own films, uh, Baraka, which is okay. probably somewhat known, very well known, yeah. maybe more so than my films uh Ron and I worked together on Kiyanosaki but he's pursued his own beautiful career he did uh, the latest film i think he did It's called Samsaro
0: okay oh of course of course um but to your to my point of Philip Glass John Kane uh, tell me a little bit about the involvement of uh, uh Philip Glass in terms of how he came into the process and and what an important role he f- he he fills in this
1: Look at it this way: We all, of course, have a body, a corpus, and uh, our bodies are bilateral. It's obvious: um, two eyes split us down the middle. It's <laughs> it's um, a clear reference to a metaphor. Well, the film is like that. The film is bilateral. In this film, the music is co-equal with the image. In most films that people will see. Uh, the composers write what are called music cues. They're everywhere from a few seconds to as long as a minute or so, um, plus a thematic piece of music. In the case of Philip Glass, I'm asking him to write an 87-minute uh, piece of music. It becomes the emotional narrative, as it were, for the film, um, We don't have language in the film or the spoken word, Um, not for lack of love of the language, but at least from my limited point of view, um, you know, we see the world through language, but from my point of view, our language no longer describes the world in which we live. It's tragic. It keeps describing a world that's no longer here. So the power of music it that is that it portends a direct transmission to the soul of the listener um and everyone hears differently mm-hmm. and so it can be a unique narrative to each person that's willing again to go beyond their familiar and let this you know like wrap over them immerse them it would be what is the meaning of it uh, that's for words that's for literature For art, art is not about meaning. Art is about meaningfulness. It would be like if you were on the beautiful California coast looking at the sunset with your dearest here on, uh, what is this day? This is... uh,
0: Valentine's Day. This
1: is Love Day. (laughs) Valentine's Day, excuse me. Uh, So you're out there with your sweetheart and you're looking at the ocean. Uh, you wouldn't ask her. She was. I wonder what the um, sun means today. The sunset means that would be you know a ridiculous question. Mm-hmm. It's whether it gives you a meaningful experience. Well, you can say the same thing about music. If you attended a Bach or a Vivaldi or a Philip Glass concert, you wouldn't certainly ask what the music meant. It would be whether the music touched you, whether it was moving. Um, that's what music does. So in that sense, Philip is. Co-equal, as I said before, with the image, uh, his music is a fusion with the image, and together they're like waltzing partners. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I don't tell Philip what to write, uh, but I do insist that he, as it were, be marinated in the um, in all of the images that are in the film. He also wishes to go on as many locations as possible to get an original charge. Um, I have a studio in Red Hook, Brooklyn, a rather funky place. He lives in Manhattan, mm-hmm. like planets apart, mm-hmm. but he comes with the regularity of several times a week mm-hmm. to see the selects that we've made, then kind of the rough cut that we put together. I do what's called a dramaturgical shaping of the piece, <laughs> that has temporal values, uh, uh-huh. that has emotive values, talks about instruments. And then, of course, he retires and tries to forget about everything I've told him, everything he's seen, and he lets this come forth from himself. And, um, and that's how we get the music. Um, in the case of um, visitors, there's six discrete pieces of music. Um, he doesn't start it at uh, part one and go uh, consecutively through wherever he's moved. That's what he starts with. And then it becomes a hand-in-glove operation. Literally, the composer is integrated into the entire scope of the film. And in the case of Philip Glass, this film has taken me 10 years to do. I'm sorry to say that Mm. to your audience, but it's um, a long time. Well, When I go to New York, I usually sleep on Philip's floor in Mm. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the person that lets me talk to him at nauseum. <laughs> so he's been on the ride literally for ten years. Mm-hmm. This is extraordinary when you
0: work with a composer. And and I, you know, that's for John. No, it's just John. F- yes, John Kane, editor.
1: No, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Kane, and John Kane. Yeah, um, I was going to say that um, you know I'm. Uh, I'm like a blind person that has to work through other people's eyes, a deaf person working through other people's ears like Philip. Well, John is the person I work with uh, for, uh, for the image. It's a collaborative form, um, for example you don't misunderstand this when i talk to the dp she doesn't respond to me she responds to john who has all the nomenclature mm. who has all of the background uh, knows all about technique i only know about what i feel and what i want mm. so john is is the person that helps tra he understands what i'm feeling um i've worked with him now on two films and um I feel like, in collaboration with John and the other great people in my studio, that they allow me, as it were, to uh, midwife. They're like midwives helping me to give birth to that which um,
0: I can't see but can only feel. Well, it's uh, I, 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 I described this trying to. I was uh, describing your film visitors to uh, a friend, and I. And i hope help me out if, if this isn't is a bad way of framing the film I said it's to me it was like a Jungian walk through a very intriguing gallery and i because there is to me that <laughs> there there's a it there feels like a, a, a there's a collective unconscious that that you're tapping into with this film and and these images is, is that a fair way so, you to, know
1: let me state this. It's certainly fair, because uh, whatever I and my colleagues put into this, it's not our intention in the beginning. It's what it ends up with. Uh, If art is not stillborn, if it has a life of its own, which I hope it does, then it, it says much more than any of us that worked on it tried to put into it. That's the power of art. It has a voice of its own. I look at the films that I do as children, yeah. Many of your listeners yeah. have children. While they come from you, they have a life of their own, um, and um, and it's way beyond anything that you could do. That's why they're individuals. So yeah. um, this this child visitors is um, um, let's say a a, um, a very still and quiet child, like Kianus Kasi, which is on steroids. Yes. Um, and so each has its own life, and each can speak to the person that watches it in the way that that is uh, you know that the person is capable of receiving. Um, for many, and I thought of this as I began the film, it'll be like a deprogramming experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean Film it's about two things. It's about time and memory. Yeah. And um, these kinds of films in black and white, very long shots, and on an average of seventy seconds a shot, the industry averages anywhere from three to six seconds a cut yeah, yeah. Um, These sit and can be very uncomfortable or very moving, depending on who
0: sees them yeah. uh, i I'm please keep making movies. <laughs> I, I just such a pleasure to talk with oh, someone who yes with someone who who is uh an artist and in in all of the uh the ways that are meaningful um that challenge us allow us, as I said at the beginning of this interview, allow us an opportunity if we choose to take it, to look in and in, and really have this unique experience. Like you said, as you described the sunset, as you describe music these are music isn't beautiful. Music is is allowing you to fill in the spaces, and this film, uh, as well, uh, visitors does that. Um, I'm just so so thrilled and honored that you you found you allowed uh, me to come into your life and talk to you about this. And uh, I just so much have been a fan of all of your work. So it's, it's just a pleasure to be oh, able to. Well, thank you very much. Um, now, are you in town? And, and are you,
1: I, I should say as, this. You know, when you say me, with when, when the work I do, I means we. It's a collaborative yes, form. Yes, so Yes. I, I take that
0: for all the people that have worked on it. Thank as, you. as you should, and I and I agree. And and uh, you know the opportunities to, as you said and uh, read, you know, uh, you surround yourself with smart people who know uh, a lot about a lot of things and and it, that's the thing that permeates you know work. a lot more than I do yeah <laughs> and and you, I right. wish we had another hour to talk about your background my god you just have just such an interesting life and um, uh, thank you are you in town um, for uh, the screenings tonight uh, no
1: you know I was to be and I was to introduce the films in California but yeah. um, there was a big snowstorm in New York, oh, that's and, right. I've uh, been right. traveling, so I was here that's On right. Thursday, I couldn't get out, yeah, and Friday, it's a beautiful day, but there's no more planes to take, yeah, so I'm gonna miss that and uh, and um well, um, Elvis Mitchell will be uh,
0: introducing the film tonight oh at the very good. He'll be introducing at in the New York. It's it's t- tonight yep. at the New York. I saw you at the uh I didn't get a chance to 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 shake your hand or say anything to you, but I saw you at the Bing uh last week uh, with Elvis and uh, Oh, okay.
1: Yes. He, well, Elvis will be
0: do a very good job. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's great. Well, uh Godfrey Reggio uh the, the film is Visitors Uh, and thank you so much for being on Film School. Don't take 10 years to make another film. I want you to come back and talk about it. We can talk at length. Well, I don't
1: have 10 more years. There's a revolving door here, so I
0: hope to be doing something sooner than later. Very, very good. Godfrey uh, Reggio, thank you so much for being here on Film School. Okay, thank you, Michael. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.